know if you ever get hungry and there's nothing in the house. If you've ever turned to, oh, let me look at that wall. Oh, let me eat that wall. It's tasty. You can do that now in China. Because um, there's these guys that got together and they've been able to make food waste into cement that's four times bendable. What that means, I don't know. I guess it's something engineering. This but, hasn't sounded appetizing quite yet. Oh, it's really good because they'll take cabbage and coffee grounds and orange rinds and squash and pumpkin waste and banana peels and seaweed, you know, onion scraps, stuff like that. Make it into this cement. You can literally eat it. I mean, I guess if you're hungry enough and there's nothing in the house, <laughs> but coffee grounds and cabbage. So they've had to prove themselves with this building material. I would that think so. you could build something and then eat it if you need to eat it and you're hungry. I know it sounds funny, but what they've done so far is they made cups and plates and you can go and eat it. You know, That's you like eat Willy your burger, Wonka. you eat your burger, eat the plate when you're done. Mm, what a tasty treat. But here's the part I like the best. Okay. okay. The part I like the best is that if for some reason you've got to evacuate, there's a storm coming. There's a whole town that tornadoes have just demolished everything. They've made some shelters. And then the shelters, for example, um, can be eaten you know, if you're hungry. And it doesn't expire. No, it doesn't expire. And seriously, they said, listen, if the bed breaks in the thing, it's okay. You can boil it and eat it. You boil the bed? You boil the it, bed and eat it. Not this, the sheets, but the no. bed itself. This is Willy Wonka. This it is. is wild. It is. But I like the fact that they're thinking, okay, people are going to need some kind of shelter when there's like stuff they got to evacuate from, and you never want that to happen. But they've got a plan, and they don't say, you know, build it and eat it. But it's like, you know, if you are hungry and for some reason mm -hmm. stuff can't get out to you because it's, you know, days delayed and stuff like that. I mean, there was a hurricane down in Fort Myers. Right. It was horrific. And people couldn't get. There were no grocery stores to be able to get because nobody had for power. days. For days. So no, this is this is really a great idea. It's not something you're going to find on a menu, but you're going to have it when you need it. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. I had no idea. I mean, you think you know somebody, and then you realize, oh, there's another side to them. It's Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. So Scott Watson does our news. You know, at uh, six, seven, and eight. And Scott is a pretty reserved guy. Yeah, just right? low, you know, chill, kind of low key. Yeah. And I don't think Scott's here, and I and I don't think people would say eh, Scott's not a sports fan. He loves the dogs, right? Yeah, I do. There yeah. was, there was a Red big game. Was this over the weekend? Big it was. game over the weekend, right? Yeah, Peach yeah. Bowl against uh, you know Ohio State, and uh, yeah. So here's big the game. thing. Here's the thing. Big game. Here's the thing. When you when when I see Scott. He's always reserved. Mm -hmm. Whenever I hear Scott, always reserved, knows what he's talking about. Everything's well put together, you know? Right. Just a really, you know, smart, reserved guy. And I'm thinking, oh, he's one of those football fans that, you know, sit back, eats the popcorn and kind of observes, feed her up. Right. You know, go, hey, good play, guys. Yeah. Passionate, but not vocal. Um, I hear that's not the case because we found, this is you, Scott. I don't know if you know this. This what? is you. Was it Friday night? It was Saturday. One the game Saturday night. Saturday night. Saturday. So this New is Eve. this Ringing is Saturday night, and this is your daughter recorded you. This is Saturday night. Was this thirty seconds of like nothing? Like, no, no, no. Listen, this is Saturday night. Scott, reserved guy. Hmm. You'll hear him coming up in ten minutes doing the news. You'll go. This is not the same guy. Mm -mm. Listen, here, here's Scott. Saturday night, cheering on the dogs. Go! Woo! 
That's Scott. <laughs> what is that at the end? Were you coughing? That's not him coughing. <laughs> Scott, what were you doing? Barking. <laughs> yeah, see, the dogs. Even, even here, he oh. does that reserve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a little. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. You got to do it just like you're watching the no, dogs right now. He can't do that. There's no way he can do it. This is him Saturday night. Go! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> <It's> Saturday night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Were you upset or were you happy? Like what? I was happy. Okay. I was happy. Nervous. Well, because I happy. heard, no. What was that? Well, I was saying go. Oh, it was I think a big you said play. no. Oh, oh, that was a go. 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 Woo! Woo! <laughs> I Ric Flair up in there. Like, what's happening? Ric Flair. Woo! <laughs> I do let the neighbors know, hey, there might be some excitement. We're playing a game tonight. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. You know, there are some people, doesn't matter where they are, what their situation is, a party is going to break out. It's Robin Liz in the morning, his radio. Well, and this sounds crazy, but uh, you probably remember all that winter mess that was sweeping through the nation, and most people in the South are waiting around, hopeful for the chance of snow. <laughs> that didn't happen. Not at all. But it did in Buffalo. Yeah, it did. I mean, buckets load of snow came down in Buffalo to the point where people were getting stranded on the road and couldn't even make it home. So here's this one Target store in Buffalo. They're like, hey, uh, we'll help you out. So 24 people were like stranded, couldn't go anywhere. So the Target people in there, the employees are stranded too. So they opened up the door and said, come on in. <laughs> and they stayed there for a couple of days and just enjoyed themselves. So they raided the Starbucks. Yeah, they did. <laughs> and they got Starbucks coffee, and they got all this stuff. So they uh, had portable heaters, so they would be warm because I think the power was probably out, or it was really cold in the store. They set up TV and they watched the Buffalo Bills when they were playing on Christmas. That is so cool. Back yeah. in the electronics department, I'm sure they went and got maybe maybe Target carry sleeping bags, and I know they have pillows, and so yeah, all that stuff. Oh, if you you're going to be stuck anywhere, Target they, ain't bad. They went to Starbucks and took the coffee. I love that. I don't think anybody minded because you're stuck well you know i think the first day it was probably really really fun the second day you're kind of like okay i want my bed mm-hmm. but can you imagine going around and trying on all the clothes at <laughs> a I'm, party hold on i was daydreaming <laughs> oh no you're listening to rob and liz in the morning his radio i'm pretty sure this must have been the ski slopes in australia it's rob and liz in the morning on his radio it's actually austria in Austria, there was this avalanche that happened on slopes Christmas Day. People skiing on Christmas Day, 10 people were buried in it. Mm. But they're alive. Mm-hmm. They were all found alive. They they took quick action on this thing. Well, and the thing is, when you're skiing, it's not like it's not like a thunderstorm warning. It's like not like anything you can predict. And so, uh, yeah, this happened while they were skiing down the slope, and they were buried by tons of snow. Yeah, a lot of it. Yeah. Thankfully, I mean, there was one person that was just videoing people going down the ski slopes, and all of a sudden the avalanche happens. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is, wow. But every one of the ones in the hospital, that's it. Everybody else was okay. Yeah, they got the dogs wow. out, the people out, and the rescuers, and people jumped into quick action, started, you know, digging people out and that kind of that's thing. That's the best thing there, because they just didn't sit back and go, oh, when are these people from, you know, Right. Somebody call 911. I mean, they jumped into action yes. to start to help. Yeah, somebody did call the authorities. They did, but you but don't man. just sit back and just let them do it. You just, right? you know, these people jumped right in. They I felt love safe that. enough to do that.
They did. I think they real and you know if you're from Austria, I guess, and are in avalanche um, territory where it can happen, you probably pick up some things of what you should and can do, and they did it. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning on his radio. These kids could not believe their eyes. They noticed that at their neighbor's house, some strange guy was going in there while the single person that lives in that home was not at home. It's Robin Liz in the morning on his radio, so they wanted to warn her. Yeah, they did. They wrote a note and put it on her door, and here's what it said. Miss Karen, we saw a strange man walk into your house, and we would like to know if you're okay. If you are, then text my mom. Isn't that cool? They cared. And love the gang. So it's a gang of kids just in this neighborhood who are observant, and not just that, but they followed through and they did something about it. Yeah. By, by the way, I don't know if you caught what Liz said, but they signed it "Love the Gang." Yeah. Which is what the kids call themselves yeah, the in gang the neighborhood. Of kids. Yeah. So they found out later after sending the note. Miss Karen did get in touch with um, whoever authored the note, uh, that person's mom, and said that was so sweet. But that was my dad. That was my dad going in there. He might look like an old creeper, but he's okay. Dad's checking it's himself. Right. Do I look like a creeper? Am I it? But that was that was so neat that the kids in the neighborhood cared enough that they wanted to say something. Well, you know, and and so many different moving parts to it. They had to notice. Then they had a little chat about it. I'm sure. Should we say something? Should we not? Hey, somebody go get some notebook paper. Somebody get a pen. We're gonna write a note. We're gonna leave it there. Well, what makes me think too is, if, am I observant enough to see if that there's somebody strange around somebody's house instead of go, oh, that must be their dad. Right. You know, if I would pay attention enough to say something. And that's it. You might pay attention and say that's out of the ordinary, but it's that next step that's really pivotal that I think, you know, for most of us, we might not take that next step. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. So Amazon has these drones, right? And they've been saying for good night at least the past, what, five years? I was thinking at least two or three years, but They're yeah. They're going to deliver by drone. They're finally going to do this in Texas and California. Well, you got to have like a test area. Yeah. So might as well do it there. It's going to be small packages. Though. Five pounds. Yeah, little that's, bitty packages. That's all they can do. Yeah. And I'm thinking, what if they like, what if one jar's loose or a bird hits the thing while it's flying and, and yeah. the package falls? Because five pounds, as small as that seems, five pounds if it's coming straight for your head, you yeah. know, falling from well, the sky. Well, not just that. What if you ordered like a, I don't know, an expensive Apple watch or a Garmin watch that's like, you know, four or five hundred bucks? That thing falls. Somebody else going to get it. Yeah. Well, hope, not you. Hopefully, hopefully they won't send. Very expensive items, fragile items, just because of that reason alone. It's five pounds. I know, but I think it would be... I want it now. Fly the thing to me. Five pounds of sugar, maybe. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. There are some people that wanted to be in the holiday spirit a couple weeks ago, and they thought they're always looking for new ways to celebrate the holiday, celebrate Christmas. And so what they did was, in their neighborhood in Atlantic City, there's a big pothole that's been barricaded for months and months and months and months and months. And it's been barricaded by, like, big barrels and, like, you know, security tape and all this stuff. And they were kind of over it. They were like, we're done. They put a Christmas tree in a pothole. No way. <laughs> they did. Decorating everything? Everything. Okay, I love this. <laughs> 
it has tinsel on it, like blue and red <laughs> tinsel or something. And it's right in the middle of the pothole. Here's the thing. You know what? We can complain about potholes. They're not going to be fixed until they're fixed. And believe me, I complain. That. I complain about the ones around. She does. Oh, my. I'm like, she had enough Christmas trees. You, you know probably what? would do that. Too bad it's like just the new year. I know. Well, you know what? Leave it up year round. Enjoy. <laughs> You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning on his radio. An iPhone, you might want to listen up to this. Robin Liz in the morning, his radio. Well, more so if you have an iPhone and one of those cars that has one of those fancy connectiveness, you know, the screens. Yeah. More cars, I think, are doing that in the last, I don't know, five years. Yeah. If you bought a car, more than likely, if you plug in your phone, CarPlay comes up if you have an iPhone. Mm-hmm. Or you get the Google version of that. But CarPlay now, on the Apple side, is going to beef things up and it's going to look a little different. It's going to integrate with your car so much more now. Oh, yeah. I heard a couple of things. Like what? The, what did you the hear? The heated seats. That's the thing that really stuck out to That's me. That's her love language. <laughs> the heated seats, especially this time of the year. And you can do it through your phone, which is super weird. Well, but... all the same stuff that you see in your car, they're going to integrate into the car play. So you'll see the abdometer, the fuel gauge, the temperature gauge. Uh, the climate control is going to show up, so you'll be able to adjust the temperature and the feet, the fan speed and the heated seats and all that stuff, and the fuel economy. And so they're going to integrate that into one screen. So what people have to do now is go off to another screen and away from your CarPlay to see any of that stuff. Can you use voice technology to say, you know, like, um, hey, you know, heat up my seat, that kind of thing? Not only that, but open your garage. Because uh-huh. I have to hit mine several times before it takes. Yeah. And I don't know if that's the garage problem no, or the... it's it's going to become scary. a smart garage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like it because right now so, it's not. <laughs> well, if you get if you get on its bad side, it's not going to let you in or out. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. Rob and Liz in the morning, his radio. If you're going to be traveling internationally, you may be able to use your phone during a flight. Never in my lifetime, I don't believe, I've been able to use a phone during any kind of flight. You always have to put it on airplane mode. But uh, in Europe anyway, starting this year... In June, if you fly no airplane mode, you can have a full conversation. How, though? You're flying so high, you're way over the cell towers. So what they're saying is, in Europe anyway, 5G works a little differently than it does here in the U.S., and so it's not going to interfere with anything that the plane is doing. That's that's what they say about the technology. You know, sometimes, I can't believe I'm saying this, sometimes by mistake, I won't even think about it. That my airplane mode, I don't even hit. Yes, when you get on the plane. Yeah, I don't even think about it. And then I'm landing, I go, oh, I can turn my phone back on. Oh, oops. Oopsie. Well, yeah. at least you weren't on there, like, you know, texting people. And well, I put my people. phone away. Yeah. You know? So, so I, 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 I rarely look at my phone when I'm sitting down on a plane. So that that's where the question, for me at least in this moment, comes in, is does it interfere if you're not using it, if it's just on? Oh, that's a good question. But I don't know. Here she comes with all this techie stuff. <laughs> Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. Dina's along with us at 800-447-7234. Now, if I understand this right, Dina, you saw something by the side of the road. What's going on? I went to my office one morning. Um, it's been a few months ago. It was rainy and cold. Headed back home. Um, I was going down Frontage Road on the way to my house and saw something really strange. There was a tree knocked over and... And some other things, and I thought, I 
don't think that was there before, but, um, and so I just kept on going, and this little, still, small voice kept saying, that was not there. So I turned around, and I went back, and I realized there was a car in the woods, and it had knocked over, it run through a tree, knocked it over, the tree was on top of the car, and I thought, oh my goodness. So I thought, well, maybe somebody ran off the night before, and the police just left it there. So then I turned around again, and I thought, no, that doesn't make any sense. They don't leave cars there. Came back again, and I saw red hair bobbing up and down. I've been in touch with this lady's family ever since. They were able to get her to the hospital, and she is just, her name is Lisa, and still needs your prayers, but just a precious family. And and, uh, she was traveling here from Orangeburg, and I think she fell asleep and just ran off the road and just totaled everything. (laughs) You get a little emotional when you tell that story. I do. It uh, it It was hard because I just think, you know, five minutes later, if people hadn't, you know, if you don't pay attention or say something, and that's, I just think, you know, the, I told her mom, I said, the Holy Spirit told me to turn around. It's just, um, yeah, it was a good day. Robin Liz in the morning on his radio. Happy New Year's. It's 40 years of changing lives here at his radio. Robin Liz in the morning. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so not that long ago, there's a, uh, a, a, mom and dad who i don't i've never heard of this happening uh they got married and realized i guess before they got married that they shared a birthday oh together yeah so mom and dad this couple they have the same date december 18th is their birthday um and so you know they're married for a couple of years and then they decide oh we're we're expecting we want to have a baby so now we're don't expecting don't tell me hey stop it Yes. <laughs> really? So baby was born um, a little early, came a little early, and decided they were going to give uh, mom and dad an early birthday present. 12, so, 23 a.m. on December 18th, little baby is born. So Lennon. they all three have the same birthday. That's going to make life easy. I was thinking the <laughs> you same never thing. forget anybody's birthday well, in that you family. Never forget their birthday. You combine all the birthday parties, although I will say mom and dad. It's not about you anymore.